All right, Rad Dads, and we're back for another episode. I'm Rob. And I'm Sal. All right, Sal, the one thing I want to talk about before we get to barbecuing is what Memorial Day means to us. What does it mean to you? It means to me uh, to thank our servicemen and women in the armed forces, what they do for us. They uh, put their lives on the line for us and all the veterans. Just thank you to what, what they've done, what they do, and their service that they've provided us for our freedom. So I want to personally thank all the servicemen and women out there. I know we have a pretty big uh, population of servicemen and women in our town. We have a small town, and that's why this holiday weekend is here. It's not about the barbecue. It's not only about the barbecues and the fireworks and the parades, but it's really about you know paying respect to the people who are putting their lives on the line for this country. And who have put our, their lives on the line. Yep. Thank you very much for your service. And we're going to talk about your favorite thing to do over Memorial Day weekend. What is that, Sal? Barbecue. There we go. And maybe drinking. Maybe drinking. It's a little and fireworks. Day. And firewood. Fireworks, firewood, and some cigars. Yeah. Or s'mores. Kids. S'mores. That's right. Send my kids to Sal's house this weekend. Huh? <laughs> He's like, wait, what happened yeah. there? Well, you can. I won't be here. We'll I be know. at a soccer tournament. I know, I know, I know. So what is your most favorite item to barbecue on uh, Memorial Day weekend? My most favorite. My favorite item to barbecue. I don't know. It's probably burgers. Steak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Listen, I'm not a cook like yourself. I I don't dabble as far. I, I get told what to cook pretty much. But, you know, when it comes to we have people over and, and we do, you know, a barbecue, my wife will season everything and I'll just grill it up. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna give in, I'm gonna give some seasoning tips. There we go. Let's listen to your seasoning so, tips. If you want a good bur if you get chopped meat and you make your own patties, right? Get a Hidden Valley ranch powdered mix uh, uh, dressing. It's in a little packet. I get two packets, one packet per pound. So if you get one pound of chopped meat, one packet. So as you're mixing the chopped meat, drizzle the ranch dressing powder inside your chopped meat, mix it up, and throw in some uh, uh, shredded cheddar cheese. Fantastic. You can tell the difference? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. You don't even need ketchup. So slap a, a piece of cheese on that, that bitch and call it a nice cheeseburger. <laughs> It is it. The flavors in that powdered ranch mix is is amazing. A lot of people don't even mix up their own. Yeah, but dude, beef. it's so expensive. I know, but a lot of people are buying like Boca burgers or Bubba burgers. It's expensive. Whatever it is. That shit's expensive. Yeah, I mean. And if you really want to get crafty with burgers, go get. Uh, a lot of people get the uh, meatloaf mix. Get the meatloaf mix mm-hmm. or um, meatball mix. It's th- three different kind of meats. Mix that in and make a burger. But do they sell the meatball mix separately? I've. S- or are you just talking about like how we mix meatballs? No, no, no. They, I think they do sell meatloaf mix or or meatball mix. There's three different kinds of meats that they that they have separated inside one package. I think it's a veal for meatballs. It's veal, beef, and what's the other one? Lamb. Forget. But try it. It's fantastic. Hot dogs. Very good friend of mine, Rick. You're the man. Thumans, cheddar, jalapeno. Thuman's hot dogs. So I think we talked about this on a very, very early episode. Yes. I don't eat hot dogs. I came to Sal's house and he made me eat a hot dog. The jalapeno cheddar one? jalapeno cheddar one. And it was amazing. It was definitely definitely unique. What an explosion of flavor in your mouth. Yeah, I was waiting for it. (laughs) Do you notice how I just said unique and I left it there? (laughs) I didn't continue down that. Thank God we haven't had any more bourbon. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
This guy explosion in it, your mouth. It is fantastic. If you never had a jalapeno cheddar burger, uh, not burger. Uh, look at that, a new thing, a jalapeno cheddar yeah. burger. Rick, make it happen. Yes, jalapeno cheddar hot dog is fantastic. Yeah, you know it. What else do you throw on the grill besides burgers, dogs, and steak? We do chicken. We're we're a big chicken family, so we'll, we'll uh, my wife will marinate some chicken, Montreal chicken seasoning. Mostly, oh, that's good Adobe. stuff. See, I tried. Those seasonings, and I get the, the number one complaint I get from my kids, it's spicy. Yeah, my kids it's don't like, like spicy oh my either. God, it's not. You just got to put a little bit on, and I like a lot on, personally. But, you know, for the kids, I, I keep it a little a little light dusting. Uh, my oldest has been doing more like buffalo uh, chicken wings recently. So I'll, I may uh, mix up some like buffalo chicken oh. and do some, some of that. Grill up some chicken breasts and, and do that. Uh, what chicken else breasts. Doing? Breasts. We'll do some ribs too. So I cooked uh, some ribs a couple weeks ago. On the barbie or on, in the oven? On the barbecue. So. Low and slow or throw it on there and cook it with high flame? No, it was it was definitely it was on there for a good half hour. Hour. It wasn't low and slow like like I started in the morning. Like I don't have a smoker. <laughs> so it's a grill. Let's get this right. Speaking half hour is about as long as it's going to last. Speaking of smoker. Uh, and my wife hinted I might be getting one. Oh boy, that's going to be some nice. But which one is she going to get you? So a mutual friend of ours has one. I, I know you can go to BJ's or Costco or Home Depot and get the you know mass-produced smokers. It's just like mass-produced barbecues. You get those kind of items. You maybe last you two years, three years, and then the shit starts to rust out. Yep. If I'm going to spend the money, I'm going to get a good quality smoker with all the bells and whistles, Wi-Fi, digital thermometer, all that good, all that jazz. So I'm doing my homework. I'm looking for quality parts, made parts on the inside, stainless steel, marine grade stainless steel, all that stuff. I haven't actually landed on one, but it's going to be a pellet smoker. It's not going to be your traditional charcoal or lumped coal or lumped wood smoker. I do have a propane smoker that I bought from Sears years and years and years ago. And it worked well, but it's a pain in the ass. You got to soak the wood chunks, right? Yeah. Place it in the tray at the bottom near the flame and then hope that the the wood doesn't catch fire. Because then if it catches fire, it increases the temperature inside the smoker. And you you go with a pellet smoker, an automatic pellet smoker, you set the temperature and that's it. It's got its own internal thermometer. It raises the heat when it needs to. It decreases the heat. It monitors itself. Almost like set it and forget it. That's awesome. So what's going to be the first thing you smoke? Oh, it's going to be a fucking brisket. Hell yeah, dude. Brisket is is one of the toughest meats to barbecue. I don't know if you know that. No. Yeah, brisket. brisket, it's a corned beef. Brisket's a corned beef. Basically what it is. So brisket is the hardest meat to barbecue. If you can master a brisket, you can master barbecue. There you go. If you can master a brisket on a regular barbecue... Not just a smoker. Yeah. It, you can, you can, you're the fucking man. Listen, I just, <laughs> I just got a new grill. So we got it last year. I didn't use it last year. Used it for the first time. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's six burners. Holy shit. And I turn it on and it's like, whoosh. And like my old burner or my old grill used to take forever to cook everything. So I'm like, all right, I'll leave it on like medium. So I'm flipping it. I'm like, all right, cook through. You know, you wait until it gets brown on like coming through on the burgers. I flip them, bring it inside. I'm like, I'm like, this is a fucking hockey <laughs> puck. My wife's like, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> My kids are like, why does this taste like charcoal? <laughs> I was like, thanks for keeping it honest, guys. <laughs> My wife's like, no, it's fine. I was like, oh, I know it's fine. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> but the kids only ate like where they wasn't burnt. It burned so quick. My other burner, if I put it up all the way, it did, I guess then I have to get used to it. 
but it was so like it was that and I should have realized that my old my old barbecue the, the temperature didn't work so ah. it was always at zero or, or 100 my new one it was like oh it's at 600 I was like oh that's alright and I was like well that's what you get to sear so you, you sear, sear it. it I crank my barbecue up to high I, just, I turn my barbecue on high oh, yeah. I heat heat yeah, it yeah, up yeah, yeah. then you throw 15 it on 15 minutes yeah. Throw it on. We'll clean the grates. Throw it on. Get that sear. I'm going to say 60 seconds on one side. And then I flip it. Well, it depends on what I'm cooking. If I'm cooking a steak, I sear it, flip it over, and I get the sear again. Locks in all the flavors. And I was talking to my wife the other day. We buy, cost, we buy our meat from Costco. And I will never buy a different type of meat. Ribeye, dude, it is so... It melts in your mouth. Hold on. I, so you, I, you'll go ribeye. So here, here's a good conversation. This may not be the barbecue conversation. This may be future conversation. But you like ribeye better than skirt steak? Oh, it's not. I see. Skirt steak's expensive. I, I was looking so at. Good. I was looking at. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. It's eighteen bucks a pound. So it's fucked up. So I don't know. My mother-in-law made it. first time I ever had it. So I grew up in a very chicken. So there, you got to be careful when you're shopping. There's loin. There's. Do you think I do the shopping? No, for me? no, yeah. no. But the people that are listening. Yeah. So there's loin flap. Right, and then there's and there's skirt steak. That sounds dirty. It it, they it it is the imitation skirt steak. It passes off at skirt steak. So we we were at Costco uh, the other day, and I was looking, and I was like, no, BJ, sorry. I was like, holy shit, loin flap, which is imitation skirt steak. I mean, still meat, but it's not skirt steak. It's thirteen bucks a pound, and skirt steak was eighteen bucks a pound. I was like, dude, this is fucking insane. That's nuts. What does uh, it usually usually go for? And our skirt steak usually is twelve ninety nine a pound. So that that's twelve ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine a pound. Yeah, just yeah. like lumber and everything else. It's yeah. up like fifty percent. Well, our our friend Rick, he said chicken skyrocketed. It's it's insane. Whatever's going on now, dude, it's fucked up. It is screwing everything up. I mean everything. But according to somebody, inflation means that the market is working, right? So you're paying higher prices for things. That means Things are working. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> I'm definitely paying higher prices for some things, apparently. It's fucking insane. I'll, listen, it's I paid nuts. I paid a little bit more than uh, I wanted yes, to. Yes, so yes, yes. I hope someone else pays a little bit more <laughs> than they wanted to. <laughs> so, but aside from putting meat uh, at meat on the grill, I so we typically do you know some fish, not not a lot of fish. I, I like to to bake my fish. Okay, and oven. what's your favorite fish? I'm going to say Chilean sea bass. Wow. Yeah. All right. I, I So I'm a huge like, salmon guy. My, yeah, my kids love salmon. Yeah, I, I, my, my kids love salmon. A little salt, pepper, brown sugar, a couple of lemon wedges. You know what you could do? You could do a uh, um, blackened salmon on the grill, too, if you wanted to. If you had, like, a cedar plank, you throw it on I've there. I've done that before. So that, that's pretty good. My cedar plank caught fire. <laughs> that's, not, that's not so good. <laughs> Um, but I'm a big salmon guy. I like for myself cooking. I'd rather cook salmon than anything. Cause I feel like I understand it's a fish that I eat regularly. So I'll spend more time. So since you're a salmon guy, that. you ever try the very thinly sliced salmon that they smoked salmon that they sell in the packages, almost like uh like salmon locks? for locks. Yeah. No, I've but, never had locks. Dude, so my brother kept like, where were we eating for breakfast? And he's like, you gotta try it. You gotta try it. I'm like, uh, like I eat sushi. All the time, I can't bring myself to eat lox. Like it's just a, for some it's reason. It's excellent. That's the problem. I, I bet you I'm gonna enjoy it. You like capers? Capers? Like capers? 
red onions and and a slice of that salmon even on a freaking um oh my god a cracker a uh, yeah. uh, saltine cracker yep excellent it's fantastic yeah. I, I so I had it for I, I bought a package a couple of weeks ago and I was having it for breakfast. It was great with some eggs. Yeah, you know you know what I'm doing now, right? It's summertime. Keto, keto grill. There meat, we go. Meat, getting your meat on. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of more fasting because I feel like that helps. I think at the end of the day, fasting is probably the thing that works the best for me. Yes, it's just. I think it works the best for everybody. Yeah, you just so. can't get hangry. You got you. It's all, it's all in your mind. So I, one of my employees tells me all the time, he's like, can you just tell me the days you're fasting? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Look, if you're just getting into fasting, if you do intermittent fasting, yes, you're going to go through the headache. I never had Sporadic, Sporadically, I got headaches. It wasn't a normal thing for me. Some people do get headaches. You get hangry. People, you know, some people get hangry. Your mind is a very powerful thing. If you let your mind control your body, you're fucked. You, you have to control your mind. If you know you're fasting, you know the stages that you're going to be going through. You know that you're going to get the hunger pangs. You know that you might be getting headaches. You know that you may be a miserable motherfucker to some people. You just got to realize that you're approaching those phases and those stages. And, and you just got to be like, okay, you got to be conscious of it. So I've been doing fasting on and off for three years. So I do intermittent fasting every day. So do I. So I don't eat from... 8 p.m., which is typically probably like 7, but 8 p.m. till noon the next day. Obviously, in the nights, I have an alcoholic beverage that, that washes it, but typically between 8 p.m. to, to uh, noon. But then what I've been mixing in, and I stopped doing this when I went vegetarian or pescatarian, mixing in more 24-hour fasts, which I had kind of gotten away from, but I feel like those 24-hour fasts are as important as doing an intermittent fast constantly because... Those are the things that like that cleans out your body, makes you feel better. I had a chiropractor when I lived in South Jersey, big, big dude, really big dude, lost about 200 pounds. And I, you know, when I was down there, I was cocky, little 20 something year old, 24 year old, 25 year old. And I said, Hey, listen, you know, how did you lose so much weight? It was amazing. He was like six, two, and he was like probably like 300 something pounds. And, you know, wow. and I saw him on and off cause he was a chiropractor. And then one time I came in, I was like, where's the rest of you? <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it he's, what like, happened? he's like, so I've started taking up fasting and it really makes a difference. Well, hold on. If you think about it, right? Everybody for the most part, somewhat Intermittent fasts, right? Because let's say your last meal of the day is six o'clock. Maybe you say it's eight o'clock, your last meal of the day. You, let's say you sleep till nine o'clock in the morning, right? That's 13 hours. That's Rob taking a leak at my Loud. kitchen table. <laughs> Everybody intermittently fasts. So intermittent fasting is 16, eight, or there's another breakdown. I forget what it is, 24, 20 hours, four, eat. There's a couple of them. There's 16 is the primary one. 20 and 4 is the other one. But not everyone intermittent fast because I know plenty of people who will... Wake up and eat something? Not only wake up and eat something, but eat something right before they go to bed. Uh, well, they'll have a snack dude, right before they go the to bed. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. So, or have it like an hour or two before they go to bed. Or wake up and have breakfast. I don't wake up and have breakfast unless... No, coffee's my first thing. So... Do my brush my teeth, get dressed, and, and, and I'm at my desk drinking my coffee. So I do, and you should start doing this since you do all these pills and shit. Maritza, my, my wife does it. So you warm should water drink warm water and lemon and whatever, whatever your glass is of just cold water. So that's my first thing in the morning. And then I'll make the coffee and I'll turn it on. But I drink like by the time like 
nine o'clock, ten o'clock rolls around, I probably already had three or four glasses, uh, yeah. cups of coffee. Just because, especially during the winter, that's all I want. I want a nice warm beverage. So yep. what I end up doing is I'll have three three cups of coffee and then I'll mix in a green tea. And now my older son drinks green tea every day. Oh, I make him awesome. a green tea every day. So we, we, we've kind of... Can we uh, circle back yes, to barbecuing? to barbecuing, yes. So question for you. I know you love the meats. Mm-hmm. You love the meat sweats. But what's your favorite side? Oh, favorite side. That is a good question. I'm going to say a, a, a Thuman's macaroni salad. Thuman's macaroni Thuman's- salad. I've had so many different macaroni salads, and the Thuman's just got the the recipe down. The right the right amount of salt, the right amount of just it's just perfect. The right amount of crunch and sweetness, it's just there. It's is right. there a work there? Does he supply that? Uh, he does. Okay, all right. But I used to work at a deli, and it was oh, before before you met him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, before before I met Rick. Thuman supplied the deli I managed, and it just—it's just right. And I, and and through my years of, of of you know venturing out to different restaurants and such, I've I've, I, dude, you know, it's just water. Relax. I feel bad. I spilled water as so I cleaned it up with one of my masks. <laughs> no big deal. So, is Thuman's just get, has the recipe down down packed, man? My wife does some killer sides, to be honest. But but. My favorite side of all time. Coleslaw? No, but that too. I do love coleslaw. So I got... I, yeah, there's a story about coleslaw. Rob was on the grill. Someone mixed him a couple of drinks and uh, oh, I paid yeah. too much for the coleslaw. So, well... <laughs> it was rather funny. It was rather funny. So I went shopping before the before the barbecue we had and I got coleslaw from, from the supermarket and they charge you by the pound. I think I paid like 15 bucks for coleslaw. And I got intoxicated, so I'm sitting at the table, and I'm like, I'm motherfucking eating all this coleslaw. It's $15 worth of coleslaw. Spoonfuls of coleslaw. Yeah, he was, was quite shoveling into his mouth. Yeah, it was, it was not. Uh, thank God that's not on video. That, that was like one of the very few times that Rob went shopping. His wife gave him a list and said, just go buy this. And he was sticker shocked when he when. And that's when, what happened. When he saw what he paid for coleslaw. There's a reason I don't go shopping. You know what? During COVID, I did go shopping. I went. I opened my trunk and they put the shit in the back. Oh, pansy. Awesome. All so right. wait, what's your favorite side? Favorite Besides side, German coleslaw. potato salad. Oh. It is one of the best. It's one of my favorites. My wife makes it occasionally, but she actually makes a really, really good normal potato salad, which has dill in it. Right. That so is, what's the difference between American potato salad and German? German is vinegar, oil and vinegar. Oh. And it's so good. They used There used to be a deli in our town. They used to be right next to Reinhold. So Reinhold's is... An old German yep, yep. family in in our town. Next to it used to be an old another old German family that had a, a German deli. I'm gonna have to put in a request for German potato oh salad. My God, I've never had it. It's so good. I, I will definitely break keto so, for that. So so making our way down the list of items to put on a barbecue. Most people when they think of barbecue, they think of hot dogs, hamburgers, steaks, uh, brisket, fish, uh, shrimp. You ever think of fruit? When you no, think I don't of think of fruit, but I think about the shishito peppers you made that were amazing. Oh yes, the sweet peppers. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I do, I get a bag of uh, sweet peppers from uh, eat this the, sh- the supermarket, and I throw them on a barbecue and get them browned up a little bit, and you throw olive oil and a little salt in it, and it should, makes for a fantastic addition to your um, barbecue. Another good dish to add, uh, my mom taught me is you take a white onion, not a Vidalia onion, white onions. Right, cut them up, 
slices, oil, and you throw them in the oven and you let them cook. Really, you get them real soft. Salt, pepper, you put them on your steak. Holy shit, man. Oh my God, just changes everything. Yeah. It's amazing. You, you ever, in the wintertime, sometimes I, I, I barbecue, depending on the weather. If it's too cold, I won't barbecue. Then if it steaks, I got a cast iron skillet and I do the cast iron skillet and I do a steak, tablespoon of butter and rosemary in your cast iron skillet yep. and you just drizzle, you know, you take the butter and just, yeah. just coat the, the steak. My gir- my girls love it. So that's it is some- amazing. Ruth Chris, that's the way they cook their steak. Yeah. With oh. butter all over it. All steakhouses. Yeah. But they're really like... Dude, Peter Luger, yeah. any steakhouse, dude, it's, it's at least a, a half a stick of butter on your steak. But it, it's... It's so tender. It's, oh, it's, it's, and the cast iron skillet, it makes it even better. Yeah. So that's a good source of iron. Did you know that? Cast no. iron skillet gives you a, a, is a source of iron for your diet. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yes. Do you do uh, any veggies on the barbecue? Besides peppers, no, not really. Aspar- you got to try asparagus on the barbecue. That's a good one. Pre-marinate your, your asparagus, oil, olive oil, salt, pepper. Get them a little you know, greased up, turn them around, throw them on the barbecue, Wait till they turn brown. Excellent on the barbecue. I've never tried broccoli. Have you ever tried broccoli on a barbie? No. We typically bake that. We'll bake it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the other thing you put on is baked potatoes, right? On the barbecue? Yes. You wrap them in tinfoil and you put them on the barbecue. Corn? Yeah. So how, so, do, you, do, you do, how do you do your corn on the barbecue? Tinfoil. Put it on the barbecue. Do you keep the uh, husk or you take the husk off? Take the husk off. So what I do is I peel back the husk. Yeah. I drizzle olive oil inside the husk. Salt, close up the husk, and then wrap it in tinfoil. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's rather delicious. And I've seen other people, they put their corn, they wash their corn, they get the corn, they wash it, and they and they submerge it in water, right? They soak it, and yeah. then they put it on a barbecue, almost like with the husk. Yeah. Almost like the husk is protecting the corn, and you're steaming and the, flavors, the corn. Yeah, right? it's it's pretty cool. But awesome. another item to throw on a barbecue where some people don't, they're very, they shy away from is fruit. What, what fruits do you put on the barbecue? So there's a, there's a uh, recipe, chili lime grilled watermelon. Yeah, I'll pass on that. But sure. Have you done it? I haven't done it, but I hear it's fantastic. Another thing that I do, and I got this from a Portuguese restaurant I used to, I used to frequent. You take a pineapple, cut it open. Right? Skin off, whole. Drizzle cinnamon all over it. And you put it on the barbecue. It takes about, I don't know, about half hour, 45 minutes. Because you got to keep turning it. You got to get the nice sear marks on it. And you slice it up when everybody is done eating. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it is amazing. The sugars that come out because of the heat, you know, the the cooking of the the pineapple is tremendous. You will not be disappointed. See, I like pineapple just straight, straight up, so... And when pineapple comes out, that's probably the one fruit that I'll abandon. You have to try it. I'll have to try it. Definitely try And pineapple is actually pretty good for you. Corn is terrible for you. Yeah, I don't eat corn. You, yeah, your, your, your body cannot process it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, right? There's one thing your, your body cannot process yeah. is freaking corn. That's, that's but nice. it's so Jersey corn is so damn good. Yeah, it's, it's really sweet. So you know what, what else is sweet? You're going to tell me. What else is sweet? Having a financial advisor. Indeed it is. And we know one. 
There you go. Richard Latito from Dynamic Wealth Consulting, LLC, where client financial education is the driving force to the realization of goal planning and financial empowerment. Richard Latito and Dynamic Wealth Consulting specialize in developing a financial plan for clients, which includes asset management, insurance review, and estate preservation, which he is currently helping me and my family go through now for my parents. The firm assists clients ranging from young goal-oriented professionals such as yourself and me to the retiree and everyone in between to have a no-obligation conversation with Dynamic Wealth Consulting or Rich Latito. Please call Rich at 201-383-2277. 201-383-2277. And if you're not the chatting type, you can also shoot him an email at rlotito, L-O-T-I-T-O, at dynamicwealthconsulting.com. That is rlotito, L-O-T-I-T-O, at dynamicwealthconsulting.com. And please be sure to tell them that Sal and Rob from the Rad Dad Show sent you. You will not be disappointed. Guaranteed. What's our dad lesson for tonight? Dad lesson is um, always prepare your barbecue for your kids. Wow, way to come up with that at the top of your head. Yeah, that was just like. Uh... <laughs> always prepare your barbecue for your kids or for your guests, but e- either one works. No, no, be, look, be prepared. If you're gonna barbecue, be prepared. Don't don't try and just fucking wing it. Hey, what I got in my cabinets? Yeah, just. If you're going to barbecue, you make sure you got your ingredients, your spices, or whatever you need. Yep. It's all about bringing a smile to your kid's face and your, your family's face. And yeah. if you're having guests over, same thing. Yeah. I You know what? I'm not going to lie. I enjoy doing a barbecue. And partially because I get to be outside and sometimes alone. And I get to sit by that's the your, grill. Yeah. That's, your, that's and, your alone time. Yeah. I sit by the grill. You know, I, I listen to some music, I barbecue. If it's not too hot, the kids will come out. That's my guilty pleasure is cooking, honestly. You do enjoy it. Yeah, I do. I do it because I have to do it. (laughs) It's fun, man. It's not bad. I I don't mind it. I just need to get a handle on my grill. It's a little out of control right now. (laughs) Like, I burned the shit out of those burgers. But you know what was good? The hot dogs I made. The hot dogs I made were fine. So I realized they cooked quick. When you made the hot, you mean you you physically made hot dogs? Yeah. Like, you start to finish. Yeah, I filled the hot dog in the in wow. the thing. No, I didn't freaking do that. I took it out of the Nathan's wrapper and put it on the fucking grill. Sliced it down the middle, it split. But you know what the interesting thing is? Is that they were done so early. So I should have realized it was cooking that hot because of how quickly it was going. But it's all good. But you gotta I, monitor the temperature. I do, but it it's hard when you go from a grill that you've known for ten years. I think I yeah, had it for 10 years. Yeah, you, you get to. a new grill. It's the second time I've cooked on it. First time with burgers. The burgers are flying off. The hot dogs were done in like a hot second, like really quick. And I actually pulled them off the grill because they were they were done and put them in the microwave. You know, you put it in the microwave. You can honestly take a hot dog right from its package and eat it. Yeah, I know. Because it's, it's fucking. Yeah, I'm going to throw a cooked hot processed dog fucking. Yeah. So I don't like hot dogs. <laughs> so I made it for my son. And then I ate one of them because I was still hungry. But besides that, and then he like stared me down. I was like, I think he was like, he didn't say anything, but he was like looking at me. He's like, you don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> like I could hear it in his head. He's like, what are you well, doing, dad? Only jalapeno cheddar hot dogs. From, yeah, those are really from good. From Thumans. Oh, by the way, they're not our sponsor. They're not our sponsor, but we got you, Rick. All right. So what are we tasting tonight, Sal? 
We are tasting Hunter and Scout. It is a uh, bourbon whiskey. I picked it up when I was in uh, Virginia, I mean Virginia, when we were in Williamsburg. It is made and produced and bottled in Virginia. Alcohol classification is bourbon. Distillery is Reservoir. Proof is 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Age is undisclosed. Filtration is undisclosed. Batch size is also undisclosed, but we are drinking from bottle. It is batch 32, bottle number 49. Mash bill, it is 75% corn, 20% wheat, and 5% rye. So this is a weeded bourbon, which is actually, uh, I'm going to say I'm enjoying it. You want some more? Yeah, I'll take a splash. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day for me. Um, so they do have an award. Never heard of this award before, but I am going to present it to our listeners. It is the Garden and Gun Made in the South 2019 Award. Never heard of it before. No, I saw the Made in the South. I didn't see the Garden and Gun at the top of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. Uh, color, dark amber. Price point, 38 to $48. Nose and aroma. This I, this I like this part because as soon as you sniff this thing, caramel just just like punches you right in the nose. It is uh, this is the first time I think Rob and I have had a, a bourbon that you really get the the full caramel smell uh, upon upon the pour. So caramel, I get the apples and some honey. So nose and aroma, caramel, charred barrel, and cinnamon. The tasting notes, caramel, apples, and honey. Finish, smooth, not complex. A slight lingering burn. Uh, overall, I'm going to say it's an easy sipper. You throw an ice cube in there, and that thing's going to go down like water. You get the charred barrel flavor, the cinnamon, and the caramel. Uh, I'm going to say this is definitely an, an easy sipper. If I could find this locally, I even might say this is a, uh, Rob, shelf staple. Maybe. For what's the, the, price, what's the point? price point? 35 you said? 35 bucks, right? Yeah, for 35 I would. You can't beat that. So I'm, I'm going to give the Hunter and Scott. Rob, why don't you give your... Uh... Okay. So <laughs> I think this is one of my favorite smelling bourbons that we've, we've done. The caramel really punches through in, in the wet glass. It's, it's, it's very um, evident. On the dry glass, you can actually smell the cinnamon, the, the char... Um, it's really honestly a, an incredible smelling bourbon. Uh, it's delicious. I'll actually give it a three on the, on the aroma. I think uh, price point's also a three. I ain't going to lie. So it gives me a six. I think the taste, though, is because of the weediness, it's a little bit spicy. So I'm not a big spice guy, but I think I'm going to give it a one there. Yeah, but um, not as spicy as rye. It's not as spicy as rye. No. It's a little bit. But the aroma is so delicious. Yes. The taste doesn't follow up the aroma i agree so i'm gonna all out give it smells like fish tastes like chicken sort of yeah but i don't (laughs) know what you're smelling um i'm gonna give it all all around a a seven oh seven barrels wow very interesting i'm gonna give it a six five i love the caramel it's so good yes that is our that concludes our bourbon tasting for this evening so sal i do want to bring up one point we were put into the top 30 of dad's podcast yes on feet spot very happy that we were a part of it uh we will put their link in the liner notes but thank we rank incredible. number seven thank you very much for our supporters please continue to support us please continue to like and share this is the reason why we're doing this the feedback that you guys provide 
the feedback that we get from uh, of like Feedspot, it is tremendous. Uh, we love you guys. Is there, if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, anywhere. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Just hit us up. Not for nothing. We have psychiatrists that are coming on. We have other you know, famous podcasters coming on. Uh, we have authors coming on. We have musicians coming on. Really, really excited about upcoming lineup. It's amazing. And we're about to celebrate at some point relatively soon 50, 50 episodes. episodes yes could you imagine when we started this shit it would be at 50 episodes no no it's absolutely amazing we're like when we were like eight we're like all right we just doubled what, what you started years yeah, ago this exactly. is fantastic so we're, we're almost at 50 and this is amazing that feedback we're getting from you guys is tremendous keep liking and sharing and and telling everybody about us and we're gonna keep doing this keep subscribing tell your friends can really be passed on to other fathers, other dads, other parents. And hopefully we can give back as much as we're, we're learning. The dads out there, you're not alone. We are here. We go through the same thing that you're going through. We're always here to, to lend a listening ear. If you want to talk, we will definitely listen. So you are not alone. If there's something that you are going through and you need to be, you need someone to talk to, please reach out. Yeah, reach out to us. Uh, one of the best things that we've heard from an interview recently is that, and I, I thought it was great, is what we're doing is important. And I've heard it from pretty much everyone we've interviewed, the majority of the people we've interviewed, is that it's important. It's a message that needs to get out. I know a lot of people are talking about dads and how there's a stereotype and that stereotype doesn't resonate, go forward. But I think males need to realize that they're not alone, that there's people out there who are going to support them. And one of our recent guests who hasn't been released yet, which is an incredible interview, and I can't wait to release it. Someone's got to edit it. Yes, uh, Rob, Rob, Rob was a little giddy. He said that, you know, if you find a good psychologist or psychiatrist, you should keep that person's card in your pocket. If you ever meet a dad who needs that, and I think this is great advice for other dads. If you have a therapist or a psychologist or whatever who you feel is making an incredible impact on your life, carry his card around. And if you meet a dad who you feel needs it, give Just him the card. Just hand it off. Just hand him the yeah. card and say, listen, you know, it sounds like you need to talk to somebody. Why, why don't you give this guy a call? So I look forward for that episode to drop. Guys, incredible that we interviewed. Again, please subscribe. Please download. Please share it. And have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend.